Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Good day. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good morning. Whatever time you're listening. Yes. We are so glad to have you back in this place, in this space, listening to Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. We are bringing the noise. Bringing the noise. We are back in full effect. And ready to pick back up on Remember the Vows? Whatever happened. Whatever happened to the vows. Okay. Whatever happened. Set me straight. To our vows. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know. I don't know, girl. I don't know. (laughs) I think people don't even think about vows. Once they say, I do, vows become a thing of the past. I think so, and then I think maybe they might, if if for some reason they go to counseling, marital counseling, mm-hmm. then a Christian counseling, then it's like, well, we need to go back, excuse me, we need to go back to those vows and and re, what's the word I'm looking for? Revisit? Revisit, yeah, revisit those vows. Yeah, because I dare say when people reminisce on their uh, wedding day, mm-hmm. they look at the dress, the tux, the flower girl, the ring bearer, the colors, the flowers, the dance, the cake, um, the first dance, all that stuff, uh, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The soloist, the person Ooh. who sang, the band, mm-hmm. um, the person who officiated the wedding, the person who officiated the wedding, mm-hmm. but they never go back and say. Oh, do you remember when we said that I'm going to cherish you? <laughs> and um, that's an excellent segue because that's what we're going to talk about. Cherish. Cherish. Okay. Yeah, we are going to talk about cherish. So I went, Renee, I'm going to tell you what I did. What did you do? I'm glad you asked. I went and looked up the word cherish. In the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Okay. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure you're there. I mean, it's a podcast. You got to keep it going. You're going to tell us what it means? Just want to make sure I ain't lose you. And it means, one, it is a transitive verb. Transitive verb. Okay. That means it's moving. It's moving. So, to hold dear, feel, feel or show affection for... To keep or cultivate with care and affection, to entertain or harbor in the mind deeply and resolutely. And as far as synonyms are concerned, adore, worship, love, hmm. appreciate. Wait a minute, back up. Did you say worship? Worship. As far as the dictionary is concerned. Okay. Now, this is, this is a. This is a, what you call those dictionaries? The same, this is not a biblical dictionary. Right. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, synonym also for cherish. Appreciate. 
value, prize, treasure, and then it gets cherished again. Um, I guess somewhere along the line in marriage, we stop uh, cherishing one another. And we stop, we stop holding each other in high value because we become accustomed to one another. We see one another. We see a side of our spouse that the public does not see. The general population does not see. Even our children may not see. And I think sometimes that can, um, I don't want to say cloud our judgment, but that can impact um, how we or if we cherish our spouse. Familiarity. We become familiar with one another. another. Instead of looking in, in your word, my wife's been saying this since as long as I've known her. She's like, I'm unique. And she, before we were saved, before that was her thing, I'm unique. I thought her middle name was unique. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard. I'm unique. I'm unique. Was, anyway, but I, I I said that to say we do not generally speaking, again, I'm I'm throwing, I'm speaking in general terms. Uh we take our spouses for granted because we know they are always going to be there or they or they should be there. And even with that being said, we shouldn't take them for granted. We should cherish cherish them because they don't have to do what they are doing or they don't have to be where they are. They could go and do other things, but they made a conscious decision to stay with you, to stay home, to stay with the children, and we should not take our spouses for granted. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I think we do. Uh, gen- generally speaking, I, I, I um, believe we, we take our spouses for granted. A- absolutely. I know I take you for granted. And I think there are times where the Holy Spirit will convict me and remind me to stop and appreciate and show you gratitude for oh, yeah, you know mom. for what show you do gratitude. and who you are and everything um, that you bring to the table and the fact that you stuck stuck it out for 36 plus years and, you know, because there are many people who, uh, well, I dare say that we were, God preordained for it to be you and me, mm-hmm. that there is no other man that could have put up with me. <laughs> there, There is no other uh, person that could have uh, endured hardness. As, As a good, good soldier, soldier. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> um, being married to me. Um, but I think we do take it for granted, and we don't cherish our spouses. I, when you, yeah, I'm just like, wow. Can I take a moment? Because I think going back to podcast one, we never read the entire Christian vows. Never read it. Okay, so I would like to read the entire Christian Vows. By all means, that's a podcast, dear. Okay. Christian Vows. I, Renee, take you, Doug, to be my husband, to have 
and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish, till death do us part according to God's holy law, and this is my solemn vow. Mm-hmm. That, that is the Christian marriage vows. And so for those of you who are thinking, it doesn't say to cherish in there. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. It doesn't Might say. taking it out. Yeah, exactly. And there are some people who have modified it. Like there are some that might read to obey, mm-hmm. where some people took that out. Yep. Um, they're like, I'm not going to obey ain't you. Obey nobody. Um, okay, okay. So there, there are some. <laughs> there, there are some. <laughs> that is, there, there are some um, modifications uh, to that. But when you read those vows, that covers a lot, if not everything. And, you know, it talks about to love and then cherish. So loving someone and cherishing them are two different things. Because even though they're both action words, they they cover two different areas. And, yeah. you, and again, coming back to the synonyms for cherish, value, you value your spouse. I, you know, even we talked about worship. Now, of course, we don't worship our spouse. That's, you know, that's going above and beyond. And, you know, you start getting into idolatry and, you know, mm-hmm. and then you got to deal with God, him and, you know, eh, nobody wants to deal with God when it comes to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt not have any of the gods before me. Hey, that's what he said. That's his word. But when it comes to cherish, adore. I, I adore you. And that goes back to probably, I think life has something, some things to some, I think life in itself, just kind of the day in, day out, uh, the mundane um, daily task of life. And over time, and the visual I'm getting is like, if you have a brass doorknob and that doorknob is on the outside, so it's facing the weather. And when you first get that brass doorknob, it, it's shiny. But over time, through the sun, rain, the snow. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to snow a lot this winter. Uh, between the sun, the rain, the snow, the, the, <laughs> the doorknob starts to dull over time. Mm-hmm. And then, but you have to get the, uh, what's that stuff called? Varnish? What's varnish it because yeah. it begins to tarnish. Because yeah, and you gotta you know maintain the doorknob, bring it back to its luster, bring it back to its original shine, and it, it takes some effort. But I think that's that's the visual I I have when um, when I when we're talking about cherish. It's not that maybe you you've done anything wrong. It could just be life, kids, uh, finances. Uh, job, careers, health, all those things that encompass life maybe takes a toll, maybe it's taking a toll on us and we are uh, not cherishing the one thing that or the person who we should because they are a present from the Lord. 
mm-hmm. a present. Like, and when I say a present, I mean like a gift uh, from God. And you know, sometimes if you've ever, for those of us who have kids, and you know, you go out and you buy your kid a gift, and they don't appreciate the gift, that's one of the worst feelings. It's oh, I shouldn't have bought you anything. When your kids don't appreciate it, they don't cherish the gift. And it's like, well, why did I do this? Why did I take time out, go stand in line or, you know, call Amazon or whatever, however you do it now. But back when our kids were little or younger, you know, we actually had to go to the store and buy buy these gifts and stand in line. I said that to say, appreciate the gift that was given to you, which is your spouse. Appreciate your spouse. Um, love your spouse. Adore your spouse. Uh, what was the other words? Value. I like that Ooh, word. Value. I like that word. Value your spouse mm-hmm. because I think most of the time when people think about value, they think about something tangible. They think about things like maybe their wedding rings. They value their wedding rings. They even maybe had it appraised and got insurance mm-hmm. on it because it was because it's valuable to them. Yes. Um, their home has a value. They got a, an appraisal on the home. You know, their car has a value, but you don't think about putting a value on your spouse. Like, and you should because your spouse is more valuable than any tangible thing could ever be. Mm-hmm. Um, they're irreplaceable, they should be irreplaceable. Things Beyonce. you can things, huh? Beyonce. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Um, but they, the song. Um, you made me lose my train of thought. They're irreplaceable. But they, um, you know, you could you could get a new wedding ring. You can get a a new house and a new car. And some people might be listening to this saying, "Well, I can get a new spouse." <laughs> <laughs> and you might be thinking you can. And you probably can, but doesn't mean that they are going to be the spouse that you're supposed to be getting and they may not be as valuable as your first spouse because the grass isn't always greener on the other side. People think so and they sometimes remarry and find out, hmm, hmm, my first spouse wasn't so bad after all. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I like that word value. And you were talking about uh, jewelry being valuable. And I know from an insurance perspective, they put value on your car, value on your house, value on your um, diamonds and things like that. Jewelry, that's the word I'm looking for. They put value on your jewelry, things you have in the house, expensive items you have in your house. But what's valuable to you may not be valuable to someone else. And when you're talking about your spouse, this is why it's so important to to kind of block out the noise um, of who you get um, advice from or counsel from. Because some people, if you go to the wrong person, they may tell you to devalue your spouse because of what you're going through. And, you know, we've been saying this for a while, you know, probably as long as we've been doing this podcast, it's just a season. Don't let your, don't let a season outlive your marriage out. Don't let the season outlast your marriage that you're in. 
And if you're going to the wrong person and or getting wrong the wrong counsel from the wrong type of people, then they will tell you to devalue your spouse because what you're going through or maybe something your spouse did or didn't do or said or didn't say, whatever it may be. And you have to be very careful about who you get your your counsel from because you don't want to devalue your spouse because in the Christian biblical, well, I can say biblical, in the Christian, uh, what do you call those things you just read? Vows. Vows. We are to cherish our spouse. So you don't want to get advice from someone who's going to tell you to do something other than cherish your spouse. Even, you know, you may be going through a rough season. It's not always easy to cherish your spouse. I will admit that. Um, I, I'm i as guilty hold, as every... Hold up. Wait a minute. You said I'm not easy to cherish? No, I was saying I'm not I'm as guilty as anyone, you know. I'm not easy. I don't think I am. You know, I make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I got my hands up, you know. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. I, I'm not saying you're hard to live with. I'm talking about me. Okay. I make mistakes. I've made mistakes. You okay. know, we're, we're human. We all make right. mistakes. And I think sometimes we forget that everybody makes mistakes. Your spouse... We we kind of don't allow grace for our spouse where we allow grace for other people to make mistakes and sometimes even ourselves. I think we forget because we're we're all imperfect people, but we forget that we are imperfect when we're looking at our spouse and we're we don't value them because they're imperfect. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like we we don't put a value on them because like they get on our nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so h- how do you find that valuable? Yeah. Um, or I'm not, we, I'm, I'm not feeling them right now, yeah. so they, I don't have a value on it. But mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with uh, a value. It's like a ring that might have a little um, a nick on it that doesn't devalue it. Mm-hmm. And that that goes back to what. I was saying earlier in the podcast where we see a side of our spouses that no one else sees. We see uh, them when they first wake up and I don't care who you are. I don't care what anybody's told you. If you don't shower or bathe, you're going to stink. I don't care what they say on the internet. You can go three, four days without taking a shower. Not no, me, you buddy. can't. <laughs> Let's just say this in the vows. You see the for better and the worse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the worse. So you get to see the worse. (laughs) And that's probably why you don't cherish because you get to see the worse in your spouse. I think everybody just wants just wants all the good, good part of the vows. Let's take out all the bad stuff. And they want to say, I take you. Uh, to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for richer, in health, to love, till death do us part. That's all they want to say. Yeah. They don't they don't want no worse. They don't want no poorer. They don't want no sickness. They don't want to cherish. <laughs> Some people don't even want to till death do us part. That that, that like if something pop up, yeah. I'm out. It's just until we part. 
Yeah. Until we part. Not till death part us, but till we part. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, and again, we we don't want to make light of the situation because we know people are going through um tough real, times and yeah, real, real issues. situation, real issues. And we are definitely not not wanting to make light of your situation. Not at all. But with that being said, we do want to remind you, cherish, honor, um, value your spouse because it and I and I don't I don't even really want to say this, but if you don't cherish them, maybe somebody else will. And that's uh, you know, we, we don't wanna go down that road. You know, I really, I don't, but appreciate them. Appreciate what they do bring to the table. Instead of looking at what they are not doing, appreciate what they are doing. I I told my wife this, you know, and I've been saying this, I think, a lot lately because of our situation that we're in. I try to take as much off her plate as I can. You know, so I try... And you that know, I will allow. Yeah, that you will allow. <laughs> I, I'll try to make sure the dishes are done and the, the clothes uh, washed and, you know, things I can do, you know, to take stuff off your plate so you can appreciate what I am doing, you know, and you, what, which, which you are. And that, that's what I want. Just, just appreciate what I am doing. I think that's pretty much a basic need of everybody. It's just appreciate what I am doing right. You know, no one is doing everything wrong. No right. one person is doing everything wrong. And nobody, this is for somebody out there, nobody wants somebody to only point out, well, you never, especially using these extreme words, you never uh, help me around the house. You never do the dishes. You never do the laundry. Mm-hmm. You n- And maybe they don't. But, that may be somebody's reality, but nobody wants to hear what they're not doing. Yeah. You don't bring home enough money. You don't go shopping. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. Nobody wants to hear mm-hmm. that. Start focusing on what they are doing right. Mm-hmm. You got a spouse that works and works hard. Like I'll tell Doug sometimes, he's like, you know, I'm going to help you out. I want to do the dishes. I'm like, no, I realize you have to go to work. You have to drive. You have a commute. You know, you have to come back, you know, commute back and forth. You have five, to come back home. Five days. Yeah, you have to come back. You better come back home. You, um, you commute five days a week. You don't, you know, have the option of working from home anymore. And so I understand that. And I appreciate the fact that you go to work. I appreciate that. And I tell him that. And I think that's important for you to start telling your spouse, start looking for what they do do. That's part of cherishing them and valuing them. Saying, you know what, thank you for, you know, putting gas in my car. Mm -hmm. Say that to your husband. Maybe he does that. Maybe he doesn't do the laundry or whatever, but he puts gas in your car. Maybe he works. You might complain that he works 12 hours a day, but he works. But somebody he works. somebody wished they had a husband that worked. Um, whatever it is, it could be the smallest of thing, you know, comes home and greets you with a hug and a kiss. Appreciate that. Value that. Um, stop 
nitpicking at what's not being done. There's this thing called the 80-20 rule that we tend to, people end up, not, not in all cases, but some people separate or divorce because of the 20% that they're not getting in the marriage. They, because they're so focused on what they're not getting that they lose sight of the 80% that they are getting. Start shifting your focus. Start, stop sh- start shifting your perspective and focusing on the positive and what you are getting. And don't pay attention to what you're not getting because none of us are perfect. So nobody, there's no marriage. Let me, let me just help you right now. There's no marriage that the husband and the wife is getting everything that they need and want out of the relationship. Nobody. Nobody. Period. Drop the mic. Well, before we drop the mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're up against time, but one of the synonyms also was treasure. And I I look at treasure, you know, always thinking of all these, the Goonies and all these different um, movies we saw growing up where they were searching for a treasure. Most treasures are hidden and mm-hmm. you have to go looking for it. A treasure isn't, you know, in pure plain sight you have uh-huh. to go searching for a treasure and so if you if you treasure your spouse then there's something inside your spouse and I know the Bible talks about we have this treasure in earthen vessels and I don't know where that's at in in the Bible but I do know it's in there but if you treasure your spouse then you will stay with your spouse you will invest in your spouse you will communicate with your spouse because inside your current spouse that you have right now is a new spouse. But you have to go and pull out the new spouse. And that's going to take time and effort. It is in Second Corinthians 4 and 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So that hidden treasure that's inside of us is not us. It's it's that Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's the Spirit of God. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Can we drop the mic now? Drop the mic. Holla at y'all next week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.